Okay, we take it from today's daft of Sid Gimel. Before, before, right? Uh, the uh, okay. All right, now we are starting Daf Yud Gimel. It's about five lines down. Kate said, "Potros Torosin." So we're explaining our Mishnah. How is it that they free their co-wife? And the Mishnah went through basically a case in point: how there's a brother that's married to one of the Arayos, any of these Arayos, and there's a co-wife, etc. So, Minani Mili, what's the Makar for this halacha? Um, so, Amr Avyud Amr the Pasuk says, Litzror, as we saw in the Parsha of Achos Isha, Litzror, Hator Ripset Tsaros Harbe, so therefore, Litzror, it means multiple Tsaros, and we, ex- and we basically take it to mean that it's, that it's, as we said, it could even if there's a hundred brothers, um, each one does Yibam to the co wife of the other one that was the original Arva, the, the, the co wife is uh, the co wife uh, of the co wife and the co wife of the co wife of the co wife all remain prohibited could make, to the. Could make y- y- they could. But not required. Not the There's only one that's related to one, to, to one brother's uh, um, uh, uh, spouse. And uh, that brother died, and there was two wives. And the first brother did uh, yibum to the co-wife, and then he died. Um, and then the other brother, a different brother, did a, a yibum to the other one's co-wife, to that second brother's co-wife, and then he died. And then the, again, and so on and so forth. So it's ten steps removed potentially before before the before the. Uh, the point being is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a tsaris erva. The tsaris sara and the tsaris sara are all going to be butter. From Chalitza and Yibo. Mm-hmm. That's the idea, and it's based on this possible because it says Litzror, which is the Torah is including many multiple tsaros. Now, Ravashi Amr you don't even need to come to the Pasuk. Tsara, my time as here. Why is the Kohef Aser? Because she is like an erva as well. Once it, so, basically, she's an erva. In her own right, she's an erva. Um, so therefore, it's Sarah Sarah Nami So therefore, the co-wife of the co-wife is basically the co-wife of an erva because that first co-wife is an erva. That's the idea. That once it, once the iser erva is going on to the co-wife, so now the co-wife is an erva in her own right. And if that's true, then the co-wife of her is the co-wife of an erva, and therefore, the co-wife of the erva is also an erva, and that's why it keeps spreading. That's the idea. Once you get to the logic of what's going on. Now, Ketzad and Mesu, what about the cases where this is not the case, if, if any of them died, or if they did Mion, or if they divorced, okay? So then the co-wife that does now have a mitzvah Now, even if he married first and then divorced, is that also true? Basically, what well, the question is just to present the scenario. We have a case where a person, let's say... Um, um, so, so the case is, let's say, here's the, let's present the scenario. Okay, you have a, you have a, a one, bro, one brother, um, um, that we're talking about, what, when did, when, what, when did the divorce, when does the divorce have to take place? So in other words, let's say the, the, there's three brothers, one brother's married to anybody, Okay. The other two brothers are married to sisters, okay? 
So what we're saying is, let's say the first brother dies, and the second brother, who is married to one of the sisters, does, does uh, Yibum, mm-hmm. and then su- subsequently he divorces his, um, his, his wife that's the sister, and then he dies without children. So then we're saying that the third one can do Yibum or Chalitza to the co-wife, because he divorced her, right? That's what we're saying. So now the question is, um, we have a question on that. Gimel, Achim, you have three brothers, two are married to two sisters. And one is married to someone unrelated. If one of the brothers who is married to one of the sisters divorces his wife, right? And now the one who uh, was married to the non-related woman, dies, becomes a Makarish, and the divorcee of the sister marries her, Umais, and then he dies to Hishamru. That's the case that they said, that if they died or divorced, their co-wife is permitted. What do you see? That he has to have divorced prior to his marriage of the first, of that, uh, of that wife that's falling to Yibum. Time of the Girish Girish sounds like if he would have married first and only then divorced his uh, the wife that's his sister to the other brother's wife. So Rav so Rav says, you know what? You're absolutely right. Our mission is not fitting in with that. Tafra, you have to break it. Misha Shanazu Lo Shanazu. It's machlok. It's high tana. The machlok is not tanaim. High tana sabr misa mipelas. First tana holds that the it, what. What creates the mitzvah yibum is the death of the brother, and before then there is no mitzvah, and therefore if you divorce any time before death, is nothing to worry about. Basically, derva is no longer there, and vaitan sovereign That basically what's happening is is that the original marriage is what is what's uh, creating the creating the yibum requirement, and therefore it goes back to when when this guy first married her. And since when he first married this girl, this woman that's falling to Yibam, there she was a co-wife of an erva, because she was he, he was still at that time married to the sister of this man's wife of his brother's wife. So therefore, there's no mitzvah Yibam. Rava Omar, Rava says no. Lolam chad tanu. It's really only one tanu. It's true in both cases. We said the case where he divorced beforehand, before he married her. But the truth is, Amish um, uh, is saying, step, step, taking it both cases. Even if he would have divorced after having married the first brother's wife, it's still a mitzvah. Uh, uh, since he divorced her, is the mitzvah of Yibam works. Okay, so it's it's all true. Okay. Next. Um Anyone aware there's still ability to do mian, below mianah. So we said cholatzes for misabemas. So the question is, why would we? If she has the ability to do mian, then let her do mian. Okay, why? Why do chalitza? That's the first question. But do mind? Hashda, let her do yibum now. But this happened, and then he could do yibum to the to the co-wife. So the answer is like Messiah Leila Ravoshi has this proof Ravoshi, Dhamma Ravoshi, I'm a man is the Mamoro, Fainama Menas and Zika. So you cannot do me unto a Zika. That's what Rabbioshia says. So the Gemara says, Lo. Tsara Sarva Shani, here it's worse because it's a Tsara Sarva. 
This is like the idea that we saw in yesterday's daf. Like Rami Rechazkal teaches, if she did mean to the husband, she's permitted to, her fa- to, the, to, to, to his father. Because it's like he, she wasn't married to that son. But but she did Yibum to the, if she, if she, her husband died, and then she just does a meal to the brother, so then, Asur love if she remains prohibited to the father, Alma, what do you see? Mishas Nefila, Kekalaso. Once it, she appears to be the daughter-in-law, because after all, she never did a meal to her first husband, he just died. So she's, she's a, in all appearance, the optics are that she's the daughter-in-law. This is right. what we mentioned before. And Achanami, Mishas Nefila, Nirizka the same circumstance here, that appears, she appears to be Tzarspito, like we explained earlier. And that's the, that's the story. Okay, brings us to the, uh, the new Mishnah. Okay, this mission we mentioned earlier, Shesh Arayas, Chamurus Melu, there are six Arayas that are stricter than the first 15, and they are stricter because, that's because they're only allowed to be married to others, not to your brothers. Okay? That's the idea. Um, so, therefore, the co-wife is going to be permitted um, because the union is really what we would call non-marriage. Okay? It, it, what we call kedushin, it's not tofes. It doesn't take. Uh, you can't marry a man. Can't marry his father's wife. It doesn't. It's not a kedushin. It's not tofes. That's what it means. Now, emo, um, who are these people? Emo, the mother. Okay, we already said that emo. We think is anusas of it. The uh, uh, not the father was married, but it, she is your mother. Right. Aisha's Aviv, that's the next one. Achos Aviv, his, his aunt, his paternal aunt, his father's sister. Achoso Me Aviv, his sister from his father, which is basically an equal prohibited relation to all his uh, uh, brother, all his brothers. Pe'eshes Achi Aviv, and his father's brother's wife, which is also an aunt, and that also remains prohibited to all the brothers. Uh, paternal brothers, um, and his um, own is basically his brothers. What is is no Aishas Achiv is his brother, his brother's wife, his paternal brother's wife, which basically is saying, you know, who had children, you know, basically. So that Isser is going to be to any of the brothers. Okay, there's not in a mitzvah, not in a yibum circumstance. Anyway. That's the list of the six. Now, Beshamei Matirin Hatzaros Lach. Beshamei makes a general statement. We mentioned him earlier. Beshamei disagrees with the entire principle of our first Mishnah, and he says that the co-wives are permitted to the brothers. It's, a, it, it's just because the Arifah is permitted. It has no effect. He disagrees to the Drash of Litzrar, and it has no effect on the co-wives. The Gishin didn't have to do Yibam or Chalitza. Vesel also says, no, that's this drasha, that there's no mitzvah even at all. Chalzu, what if you did chalitza? Beishame poslin, minakuna, or beishilel, machshir. Beishame says that uh, that's a valid chalitza, it's a full fledged, full on chalitza. And just like any chalitza becomes prohibited to a kohen, um, that's the case here as well, because it's proper chalitza. Beishil machshir, Beishil says, this is not a non chalitza, there's no mitzvah over here. She's just a plain old widow, that, and that's it. And the fact that they did the act as if it was a chalitza, it's, not a, it's just an act. It's not an actual chalitza. And therefore, it has no effect 
um, and therefore the, this woman is actually permitted to marry a Kohen. Nisyabumu, if uh, Yibum was uh, done, Veshamim <clears throat> says that's a valid, those children are kosher children. There's no, there's no erf over here. Veshel says there is, because there's no mitzvah Yibum here, and you did a Yibum, that's a problem. Even though Besham and were really far apart, these states forbidden, these states permitted, these say the children are, are, are unfit to marry into you know, Mamzerim, basically, and these say that they're not Mamzerim. Neither did Beshamai refrain from marrying women from Beshamai, and Beshamai were comfortable marrying from Beshamai, and that's because um, they would, Rashi explains, they would inform them and tell them, you know, this is somebody who there's no issue because we understand and recognize your point of view and uh, it's not a problem. And, that's, uh, and they trusted them on that because they, mm-hmm. they, and that's how they were able to marry. Um, As we know in Hilkas Tomah Vatayra, there are many areas where Bishamah and Bishel argue what qualifies, what would be tar, what would be Tameh. Um, uh, they would all um, trust each other and, and basically, um, and basically uh, trust that the other one will is knowledgeable enough in their opinion to make sure that it's not uh, that they're not compromising in their opinion and they trust them as far as the tumentari goes. So that's the story. So you see that you can uh, get along even though you disagree vehemently. That's the idea. That's the lesson here. You agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, and you re- and you validate the other person's opinion than respecting it. That's the that's the main thing. Okay. Now, Rav Shimon ben Pazi, my time at What's the reason why Beishamai says that uh, there's no din of Tzar Zerva altogether? Dechsevet a pasuk. Okay. Losia eishes ames hachutza leishzar. What does that mean? Eishes ames hachutza. Okay. Chutza mechal diikapinimis. It sounds like there's one wife that can't. Um, that, that does not have a yibum, but there's one, the outer one, that can have a mitzvah's yibum, and she's not allowed to marry anybody else. She has, he has to do yibum to her. So, what do you say to them? To, to Beishamay, that's basically talking about a case of Tzoros Erva, and it's saying that the Tzoros Erva cannot marry whoever, it's basically talking about this exact scenario. The Tzoros Erva cannot marry anybody. He, he, the brother needs to do yibum or chalitza. Now, Basil Mibayla, what does Basil do with this Pasuk? Mibayla, they need it. Lechid the Rav Yudha, Marav, like Rav Yudha said, name of Rav. Tam Rav Yudha, Marav, Minayin, Shein, Kiddushin, Toksim, Yivama. How do you know? Amazing idea. Even though technically, Yivama is a power, right? The Isser for Yivama to marry anybody else is what we would call, you know, just a lav, Losia, right? But, uh, you know, so it's not, it's not uh, severity of Karis. Nevertheless, if a person puts a ring on her finger, it has no effect at all. Okay, it does nothing. Okay, as that's the possible. So there's no um, ability to even do kedushin. It doesn't take effect. Okay. Havaya. Um, <clears throat> now take out the word lazar. Now beishamai miksiv lachutz. It doesn't say lachutz. Chutzaksiv. 
Chutzah means the outer one. So the Gemara says, what does Beis say? No, Kim Dechsev Chutzah, Kiman Dechsev Lechutz. It's a diktuk thing. The word Chutzah is indicating that it's, it's the same way. It's another way to say to outside. Um, and whenever you put a, and he speaks out this basic principle, um, the Tanya Rabbi brings down a diktuk principle. Rabbi Nechemi Omer Kotevesh, it's Richolamin Bitchilasa. Any word that requires a lamin in the beginning to say to blank. So here till Ba'akasov, hey, the sofa just puts a hey at the end, and it means the same thing. The Tanim Rabbi Shmal, the school of Rabbi Shmal, gives examples. Kigon Elim, the country of the place of Elim, Elima, which means you're going to Elim. Okay? Machanaim, Machanaima. Okay, going to Machanaima. Okay, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayma. Okay? Divlasaima, Yerushalayma, Midbara, all of those are saying the hey at the end is not part of the Shorish. It's in place of, in lieu of a Lamed in the beginning, and it means to what? Huh? Charana is the first. Charana, okay. All right. I don't know why they left one out, that one out. Right. First Rashi, Vayetzeh. Vayetzeh, right. Vayetzeh, right. Okay, so basically that's a. Okay. Okay. So, um, and this is that's so it's a it's a gemara. Okay. Now, Obeshame uh, Okay. Obeshame the How does Obeshame know this basic uh, this uh, this halacha of reviyuda merav that kedushin is not toface by Yivama? That's an important halacha. Um, it says Le'ish Zor um, and that to him is like uh, basically saying you don't need the word Chutzah Le'ish Zor already tells you that there should be no Havaya to a non to, to somebody who's not the brother okay um, now why can I mean why is that enough for the I mean why do you need the Chutzah at all the Ish Zor really tells it to you that there should be no ability Skomer says, you're right, scratch that. Enachinami, really, the, it is all learned out. This idea of, of Rav Yudam Rav that says that Kedusha is not Tophes by Yavama is all learned out from the words Leish Zor, Lusia, Eishes Leish Zor, forget that Chutza, right? Um, what, what, so what is Chutza doing? So Enachinami, Chutza, what is Chutza teaching you? The Rabbos Arusa, to tell you that there's um, the the arusa also as I mentioned this the other day yes uh, Shabbos that uh, there's a mitzvah yibum even if the original woman was only was only an arusa from the original brother first brother married it didn't actually consummate the marriage he just put a ring on her finger he did a kedushin and then he dies before he was able to consummate the marriage still there's a mitzvah yibum and that's what he's saying albeit that she's a, an outsider in the sense that they never consummated the marriage still she has the iser of marrying anybody else and the brother would have to do yibum to her um, or chalitz okay so that's the now that is the drasha what the word what they use the word chutzah for and the other one says it, it says chutzah but it, it says also ha because it's room for both drashas um, and v'idach, uh, and the, basically the other opinion is They don't hear any, uh, you know, a reboy from the extra hey, ha to tell you that it both ideas. So to them, the whole ha 
is referring only to this din that uh, even the even the arusa has a mitzvah yibum, and that's a story. Okay. Now, Rav Amar, Rav says a different explanation, very interesting explanation of Beishamai's opinion, not because of this pasuk at all. Different idea. Tamay de Beishamai de ein iser chalal because one prohibition does not attach on top of another prohibition. There's an idea that we find in other places in the Torah and Gemaras talk about this idea. Ain iser chalal that there's only room for one iser at a time. And the second is sort of piled up, and it doesn't really—it's not really actually in effect right now. So why? Does, how does that? So how does that manifest? So listen. So basically, we're saying that the only iser is the original iser. The extra iser doesn't even—it's not even there anymore or yet. Okay. So, um, for instance, so uh, what we're saying is is that let's say, Reuven, you have Reuven and Shimon, they're married to sisters. So first, Reuven married Rachel. Now, Leah is already his achosisha. Mm-hmm. So there's already an Israel Leah of achosisha. Um, the, what happens? The, uh, Shimon marries Leah. Well, that's making an Eshazach. It doesn't even count as an Eshazach to Reuven. It's nothing to Reuven it's a, as, as a marriage because the Israel Eshazach never even took effect as far as Reuven is concerned. It's only an achosisha to him. And therefore, the co-wife will have a regular mitzvah zibam. And it's almost as if there's no, his brother's not, as far as he's concerned, his brother's not going to be married to his, to his wife's sister. His wife's sister is already fully forbidden just from the koach of the achos isha. That's the idea. So the Gemara says, well, that works if it's that order. If the first one to marry was the, you know, the brother that died. And then the brother that was alive married the, the sister, you got a point. Um, you could do it the other way around, right? But I'm saying the Isra of Achosisha doesn't take uh, effect on the Isra Eshesach. It's a first Achosisha. So the Gemara says, I said it the backwards way. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, the, the point is, the Gemara's first assumption is, is, that, is that, you know, if, if she was first in Eshesach, so then, and then the brother married the sister, so then it's really no Isser Erev over here, because she's already an Eshazachvin. So the Isser Achosisha never takes effect. So the Gemara says, but what if it's the other way around, that the Achosisha was there first? So the Gemara says, you're right, but then, um, it's like a Tzoros Erev without a mitzvah, because there's no Isser Eshazach to him, so there's no mitzvah of Eshazach to him, with that wife. So anyway, point being is, Vishaya, therefore it's permitted, then it doesn't affect the tzara. It's a very interesting concept. That's how Rava learns the din of Beishamai, that it's based on the klal of Ein Yisr Chalil Question, Rabbi. Yeah. Anytime they come to Beishamai, we're trying to do, people from Beishamai try to guess what Beishamai's opinion is. Why don't we ask that Shammai guy to come and say something so yeah. we'll know really what's going on instead of no, guessing no. what they were thinking about? No, that's always, that's standard. I First know, of all, you're assuming that everybody about. talking is basic, are, are base Hillel people. That's not true. That's not true. There are a lot of Beis Shammai people in the Gemara that talk. That's right. So we don't know who's saying. We're just saying the, those always the, the Amoraim were always providing our, the explanations of the Tanaim's reasoning. The reason, the Tanam, they didn't always say the reason. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. 
So we're a later generation trying to figure out. So that's all. What, the, what, what was the basis for it? They just said the din. We apply our own logic to understand their basis. That's all. It's not the... It's a, it's a later generation, previous generation. Right? A lot of things your father told you, and you say, yeah, I don't know what he meant. And you say, yeah, maybe this is the reason. I say maybe there's a different. Your brother will say it's a different reason. Right, yeah, but it's again, exactly what it like is. You can't ask my father anymore because you don't exist. Exactly. But that's Bet exactly. Shammai existed too late on. Bet Hillel was still there. No, that's I mean, they t- had the goof from Bet Shammai. Yeah, these are Amoraim. These are generations later. The Moraim didn't have the din associated with the. They Bet didn't Shammai have notes. They didn't have the notes of the reasoning. That's the point. There was no art scroll at that. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> or Steinsaltz for that matter. <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Next. Now I know. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. Now, we said that if there is a chalitza, then Pishami says that's an actual chalitza, and therefore it affects the... It, it, it's forbidden to a, to a coin. Shpshita, Sigmar says, yeah, that's not obvious. Obviously, there's a mitzvah here, but it's a real chalitza. Sigmar says, this is coming to counter... Rabbi Yochan Menuri's statement, Why not just, you know, he's trying to make a compromise position. Right. We have Beishami on the one end of the spectrum. We have Beishil on the other end of the spectrum. And uh, there, you know, it creates a, a major problem. So why not do something very simple and like basically make a compromise, say that we, they should always do Chalitza. And then basically we're covered according to Beis Hillel. Okay, it was unnecessary chalitza. But according to Beishame, at least she's free to marry. And that's a good solution, he's saying. And we're countering that to say, that no, it's not even anything. We disagree with that. It's not even a, it's not even a chalitza altogether. Okay, brings us to the next thing. Misyabu, Beis Hillel, Poslam. He said if they do, Yibam, so the Misyabu says it's possible. Um, of course it's I mean I, we're repeating ourselves a little bit you're right once we once we we want to speak out the, the full the full effect of it now brings us to a different a different discussion which is going to tie in over here we learned elsewhere Okay, we just left Purim. Yeah. You can learn the Megillah either as, as as many days as the eleventh, the twelfth, the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Lapach also never before the eleventh and never later than the fifteenth. Why is this okay? Isn't this the prohibition of Lotus Kotatu that you're creating uh, groups? You're forming, you know, there's different groups doing different things. Okay? Um, losasu agudos agudos. You're not supposed to break up into groups. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, "High lotus go to do." This is not lotus go to. I mean, high lotus go to. This pasuk of lotus go to. Me by use legufe. It's not meant to tell you not to make groups, but rather dam rachmana losasu chabura mes. You're not allowed to wound yourself for a dead body. That's what lotus go do means. Now you came lemakra lotus go to do. Why would it say tis go to do? You could have just said lotus go to do. Don't. You know, wound yourself for mourning. So the Gemara says, "My tis go to do." What is the this terminology? Tis go do sounds like Shmami Nalach Yudasa. That it's also it's telling you losasva gudos agudos. Now, maybe it's only going on agudos, not forming groups. No, in Cain leimakra lo to go to. 
If it's only making groups, it should have said lo to go to. If it's only making a wound, then it should have said just lo to go to do. The fact that it says lo tis go to do, that's telling you both ideas. And that's why. There's room for both drashas. By saying a word that doesn't really fully fit into either of the meanings, that means both meanings are being conveyed here. Okay? How so do you, how do we jump we're sandwiching up. Oh, one second, we'll get there. Tio, okay, tio, tio, okay, tio. Okay, we're going to get there. We, we get, we wait for your, wait, okay, wait for the punchline. Okay? okay. Didn't you, why is this the first time you're waking up by saying, Losaso agudos agudos? They haven't you aren't you familiar with the Mishnah that says Makim Shenogu Lasos Melacha Barfi Psachim Adchat Sosin Makim Shenogu Shalolasos Enosin? Aren't you familiar with that Mishnah that says that there's Mekomos Mekomos that there's places that do work on uh, on Erev Pesach and places that won't do work on Erev Pesach and you just follow your close your minig of your place? I it's Losaso Agudas Agudas Samarle Amin Elchana Isura I'm talking about a prohibition over here. You're talking about minag. Minag, you can be multiple minhagim, I get it. But the chiv, the rabbanan, that should be problematic. So the Gemara says, That's also an instrument. Aha. What about that? So here's, I told you it would tie in. Okay, Beishami, doesn't Beishami say it's permitted? Beishami says it's permitted. Amalem Hasam, that's talking about uh, prohibition to work on Erev Pesach or not. So Amalem Hasam, Omer, over there the person will say, you know, Melacha Leslie. that doesn't really look so bad. Maybe, you know, you want to know why he's, uh, why he's not working today? He doesn't have work, what do you mean? It's a, he was laid <laughs> off, you know. It's no job. Yeah, it's nothing to do, whatever. So the Gemara says, um, I, now here's where it gets to our topic. Beishami says that there's a hetter for the Tsaros to marry the brothers. Isn't that also a gudos, a gudos? So the Gemara says, he got it all wrong. You think Beishami followed their own opinion? They would never follow their own opinion here because it's too, because they, they have to follow the majority opinion. And that's what they did. They didn't do their own thing because otherwise that would be taka, an issue of los asu, agudus, agudus. So, lo asu, lo asu, beishamik, and Ephraim. And the Amar, we're going to continue with this tomorrow. Also, also, don't you think for a moment that they didn't follow their own opinion? They absolutely did. And there's a big discussion. On what basis are they allowed to do it? And we'll save that for tomorrow. A pleasure. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you.